Meet Greg and Kristen Taylor. I believe in this great country of ours, and I believe in freedom. I love when people kind of know our family Mm because we've talked about them so much. Get to know them more at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. They always have great conversations. This is Winning Retirement Radio. Some of us watch reality TV shows because we want to know what other people are going through. Eh. The Taylors don't do that unless it's on HGTV. However, (laughs) let's talk some real-life retirement reality. Our team recently heard from one of our listeners. The caller said he has accounts scattered all over the place and that Mm -hmm. he should have waited to call when he had his information better organized and had more time to talk. No, you know, that's part of the fun that we have getting things together. And a lot of times I'll say it's kind of like the old McDonald's song, you know, an account here, an account there, everywhere, an account, an account. (laughs) (laughs) because there's a lot of stuff. We call them piles of money that people have accumulated over the years, whether it's been from switching jobs or finding some kind of cool investment opportunity that maybe you just left the account at that custodian or just, you know, regular planning. If you have two working husband and wife team that has done a good job saving, then you're going to have probably an IRA from an old job and a 401k. And then you're going to maybe have a Roth IRA out there and an HSA account. So it starts accumulating after a while, doesn't it, Greg? Oh, it does. And, you know, not that I'm ever disorganized, but. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, where, where do I allowed? keep all our files or records for our accounts? In the file cabinet. Uh-huh. <laughs> On that note, make sure your spouse knows where the accounts are, take an inventory of them, whether you do a notebook system or a file system or keep it in an Excel sheet that's obviously password protected. I'm going to stop you there because you've jumped ahead of probably half our listeners would be my guesstimate. I'm not an expert, but you talked about people getting things organized. I think there's a lot of people listening, including that guy who called that are realizing I don't have it organized. I've got stuff. So what do we need to hunt, gather, and bring in for that first face-to-face conversation with the legacy team? So your part in the, in the process is not too hard. And we have a tool, it's called the My Retirement Kit, that can help gather up the information that you need. Sometimes you don't know what to even look for. Mm-hmm. And so this guide helps you, you know, just take an inventory of everything that you have, just a, just a physical estimate inventory. Okay. And then we just need the most recent statements. And from there, we can help get you organized. And sometimes it's a matter of consolidating accounts just because there's no rhyme or reason behind how each of those individual accounts are invested. But other times, it's not quite that simple. You do have to keep some of those accounts separate if the tax qualifications are different. So like I said, if you have a Roth IRA or an IRA, you can't consolidate those together But you could bring them under an account with Fidelity and have them connected here at our office. So there's different ways to consolidate without mixing the money types. Mm -hmm. But getting started is just as simple as knowing about what you have in liquid assets, where those dollars lay, the most recent statements for those accounts, and then just kind of having an idea what the goal is for the money that you've saved. Well, that's really it. The most important part of the whole process is you. You coming in and sharing with us what's important. Because, you know, retirement could last 20 or 30 years. And if it does, having someone that's on the same team with you, getting you through it. And and that's, you know, what we offer to do is partner with families to help get them through this transition. Because retirement really 
isn't necessarily where we stop doing things. From my end, I hope it's not that you stop doing things. I want you to do a lot, Mm -hmm. just different things. And someone to partner with you, and the process begins with finding out what your goals are and then finding out what retirement even wants to look like. So do I want to volunteer? Do I want to spend a lot of time with grandchildren? Want to travel? Want to play golf? You know, all those things are things we hear from time to time. But it's all about you, your goals, your dreams for retirement. And then once you kind of lay that out, we do the math to see if you can actually accomplish this thing called retirement. And I want to make it easy for our listeners today, Kristen. I wanted to just give some instructions on how to get to that My Retirement Kit I talked about. Oh, the online version. Yeah. Yeah. Would that be okay? So pull out your phones. I know you all have them on you nearby somewhere. You just go to LegacyRetirementGroup.com. And on the top left, if you're on your phone, you'll see three lines. You click on that, go to Tools, and then My Retirement Kit. It's that easy. You can upload it right from there. It'll just ask you your name and email address. And you can download it right from there. Mm-hmm. And if you're really feeling like you want to get this ball rolling, you can actually schedule right from our website by yes, clicking schedule now. You'll be asked a couple questions just about where the money is and how old are you and, and those type of things. And you can go ahead and schedule an appointment right from our site. So this My Retirement Kit is very helpful for someone like me that you know, I save, I invest. If I were older, this would be perfect because I'm not old enough to be part of the group that you help, which is those really close to retirement or already there. But it's so helpful because it forces you to think about things you wouldn't otherwise think about. There's a section on professional advisors. So do you have an accountant, an attorney? Do you have a life and health insurance agent. I mean, it goes on and on and on. It just forces people to get organized. And so that alone, I think, is a free resource worth, you know, clicking on, downloading, filling out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can fill that out. And when you come in, you know, we can make a copy of it so that you can hold on to it. And that way you have it as a starting point to really get organized. What I find a lot of people end up doing is once they get the ball rolling and get, you know, a plan in place, so to speak, you know, when you start seeing a direction, then you get really into mm-hmm. getting yourself put together and having things organized because you realize it feels good. It it's feels exciting. It lets a little bit of the pressure off your shoulders, if you will, when you're not sure. There's so many unknowns in retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know how long you're going to live. So there's really no way to know if your money's going to last if you don't know how long you're going to live. Right. Right. But there's ways to mitigate that. There's ways to see approximately if you're on track for success and and not running out of money. So that eases some of that fear. Sometimes it's just a matter of when you put things off and procrastinate, you just have this kind of like a tight feeling. Mm -hmm. My son Cameron decided to be just an amazing student and take an honors summer um, geometry class. Oh, wow. Smarty makes smarter And he's like, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. I think he did a couple lessons and realized it was easy and he was getting 100% on everything. And so he left it alone for a few weeks. Well, then we get this email. Your son should be 45% completed and he is only at 3%. Uh And then you see the pressure amount. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Then came mom. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about pressure mounting. Mama's on the way. (laughs) Pressure mounted. And so he's having to cram and get it all done. But you know what? 
after five days of cramming and he started getting caught up, you could see the pressure coming off of him. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say, Greg? Oh, yeah. He didn't look as concerned. And so I think that's the same with planning. Anything you have to do in life, if you start getting organized, start getting things checked off the list, then you'll get to the point where it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Speaking of, we're trying to make it easy for you. In the summary of this podcast, you will see a link over to that complimentary resource, My Retirement Kit. There is no charge to use that, whether you work with Legacy or not, but just trying to make it easy for you. At the very bottom of the kit, there's all these puzzle pieces coming together, and Mm -hmm. it shows how key it is to have things in an organized manner, whether somebody's working with you guys or a DIY investor or with another advisor, start putting those puzzle pieces together so that it can fill out the puzzle and you don't miss any pieces. And I don't know, I just find it to be a valuable resource. And we'd like to make that available to you, of course, at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. Stress is something we all experience, especially in the world of our personal finances. And the folks at the University of Minnesota found that just five minutes in nature can improve your mood, reduce stress, and enhance your overall well-being by reducing blood pressure, heart rate, muscle tension, and the production of stress hormones. So if you guys try to call me and can't get me, just know that I'm taking my five minutes to just kind of move about outside, taking some, you know, fresh air. It's nature. I need it, man. Go look for those golden gophers, you know, like they do in Minnesota. <laughs> Not doing that. Um, <laughs> I do need to take away some time and walk around and reduce some stress with Fox Business on in the background to just be in tune with what's going on. And I have seen all these charts, all these graphs, and all these talking heads, and I don't care what they say. I know that I, Kristen Charles, Greg and Kristen Taylor, and you, all of our listeners on WTVN, are paying more for almost everything we buy. Mm -hmm. So my question, guys, is do you think this new economy has set new price norms that will come down or is some form of inflation here to stay? And I ask that because when you're on a fixed income, meaning you're retired and drawing income from your investment accounts, Social Security, maybe rental properties, whatever, inflation probably feels a little more intense for retirees. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen prices for, you know, your normal products outside of gasoline for the cars, Mm -hmm. for household cleaning supplies or food? Have you seen the prices ever go down substantially? Well, like for a week in the grocery ads kind of thing. Not sales, just the overall price. No. Yeah, no. So I just answered my own question. All right. No. So, and and here's the other thing you have to remember: a lot of the price changes have been shrinkflation as well, where the packaging has gotten smaller. You know, that's not across the board, obviously, but but I have noticed it quite a bit more here lately. The mm-hmm. ounceage is less, and in the same amount, same size yes. bag, or or the bag smaller. I just don't think companies can drop prices anymore at this point. Now. Hotels, you know, services, things like that. Maybe you might see some price decreases, but look at the services. I was just talking to my sister. She went down to Cincinnati for the weekend just for a little staycation type getaway, you know, not going too far. She lives in Cleveland and she stayed at a hotel for the weekend and it was, I want to say it was $240 a night. And she said, they don't even clean your room. They don't even change your towels anymore. 
And I said, I know. I, I've noticed that with our travels. And she said she went to the front desk to complain about there was a bug in her room. And the lady said, and I quote, I won't say the company, but she said, our policies for cleaning have changed ever since COVID. Basically, nobody is available to work and take care of the bug exactly. or the cleaning. And so, see, that's a whole other problem. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I don't want to get on a soapbox today. No, but, get on it. Come on. But our, our labor issue has not been rectified since COVID. And that's the litmus test they're using to fix the economy is the unemployment numbers. Why do you think the market went high wire mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks after the numbers came out for unemployment? You know, we're not going to see unemployment raise because we're still dealing with shortages in the labor staff from COVID in a lot of industries. The problem in all of this is that we're trying to figure out how we're going to pay our bills long term and enjoy our lives mm-hmm. and try to figure out, okay, have we really saved enough? Have we done enough? And what's the economy actually going to be like? Is this a new economy? I would say, yes, it is Feels like a it. new economy because I think there's periods in time that change things. And you can go back and look at different time periods in our country. And, you know, one was, you know, main one was like, the World War II era, and from that time period after, for a quite a while, we saw a difference. And then right after the year 2000, when when really the internet world era and and when you know, the computer the era yeah, really took that. off, <laughs> we've seen a difference in our nation and in in how things work. Well. I believe the post-COVID era is going to be such a thing that it does shift a lot of the direction of how things Mm -hmm. are done. Mm -hmm. Um, People working from home versus working in office in a lot of cases, not all cases, but many, just people's mindset towards employment in general, people's mindset towards work. Also, how we have to handle our money. Mm Mm-hmm how we have to think about it. And there's always been a fundamental shift when you shift into your 60s. At least there should be is how money works because the concept of growing your money and accumulating wealth over time by putting money in out of every paycheck, that's certainly proven itself to work. Mm -hmm. That if you are diligent about saving and setting aside and investing and staying at it and not getting sidetracked that you can accumulate wealth just by staying at it, I think that still works today. It's a different market. It's a different economy. It's, it's Things are different, but I think that part still works. The part that's really frightening to me, though, is when people are shifting in towards their retirement years and they still have the mindset that I can do the same things as I'm withdrawing money mm-hmm. as when I was punting money in. And you have to be so careful with that because we have a, you know, I, I like these computer programs that, that I use. And I have one that shows how volatility can impact our ability to take withdrawals Hmm. from, and we can go back over 20 years and we can look at that. And if you were just accumulating, it's amazing how much wealth you can build over time. But if you're during that same time period, if you're making withdrawals, if your withdrawal exceeded 4%, then all of a sudden, even though the market averaged about 9% during that time, you are down by 40 to 50%. Hmm. It's a huge, huge variance. And, and so some things work 
the same through different time periods. It doesn't matter if you go back to the 20s or the 30s or the 40s or the 50s or now even today, that same concept is in place. And in this new economy where things are costing more and during the shutdown, you could get a flight for almost nothing. Mm-hmm. But Kristen and I were going to go on vacation with the boys, a, a little different vacation. And we started looking at flights and they were just insanely expensive. Triple the cost of last summer. Yeah. And oh, we decided, absolutely. you know what, we're going to hold off on that. But people are not slowing different. down. A lot of people are still moving forward. Back to your original question and, and the conversation about inflation is that, you know, we have periods of time where inflation gets out of control and then it goes through a period of time where it's under you know, where where inflation is too low. And if you look back through the history of inflation, the averages are decent, but we went so long with super low inflation to no inflation almost, Mm. that I think people just got too comfortable with the idea that they wouldn't have to adjust for price increases. Now, these were egregious price increases the last two years, but, you know, was it in the 70s that the prices went haywire and inflation was out of control for how many years so you just don't know how long it's going to last and that's what greg's point is with retirement is when when you go to retire in the middle of an economy like this you really have to plan for the worst you do and and kristen we had a family in and last month and they'd done you know a a really good job of saving you know at one point they were over a million dollars but they were back down to just over nine hundred thousand, which was still a great job And we were doing some math with them and figured out exactly what they needed to maintain the way they wanted to live. They were going to be retiring at the end of the year. And so we needed to fill a gap of $36,000. So in this case, it was going to take roughly $400,000 of their money to protect their income. Hmm. Well, that's actually closer to $500,000 closer to $500,000 to protect their income. And that left a little over $400,000 for growth. And so we set aside or setting aside this money for their income. And now we've got their growth on track to be within the risk level that they wanted it to be and try to make it as efficient as possible and left them $50,000 that they had in, in like CDs and savings accounts at the bank for needs, wants, and emergencies. And so we were going through their income plan. And, you know, one of the things that that we discussed in, in depth was inflation. So we decided to put a 4% inflation year over year on their particular plan. So we plugged that in, 4%, the amount of income they wanted. We kind of overloaded their income in the first few years just to kind of help with that inflation piece. And then what we decided to do is, you know, after five years, we could start pulling some dividends out of their investments to offset inflation, realizing that by the time then they're, they're in their upper 70s, early 80s, that their spending patterns will probably slow down a little bit. And even though they may slightly fall behind inflation just a bit in their 80s, they, they realize they probably won't be traveling as much mm-hmm. and, and doing home improvements and things like that that are important to them now. But the key concept for them was having a solid game plan. And for you, we don't want you worrying about inflation or anything that you can't control. 
We want you to have a plan that gives you confidence moving forward. Connect anytime at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. Greg Taylor is an investment advisory representative of Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the state of Ohio. The firm only conducts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, and this station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product. The information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with the competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and the suitability of any investment ideas. Past performance is not guaranteed of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.